The following program is sponsored by Lindis Construction. This is the WCCO Home Improvement Show, brought to you by Lindis Construction. One call, one contractor. Lindis Construction provides Minnesota and Wisconsin with the best products and workmanship. They provide leaf guard gutters, asphalt roofing, metal roofing, season guard replacement windows, exterior siding, remodeling, new construction, and more. If you've got questions, they've got answers this hour. Here's Denny Law and Andy Lindis. Yes, indeed. Time once again for our home improvement show. This time we are, well, again, at the Minnesota State Fair. Answering your home improvement type of questions by phone, by text, and here at the fair. If you have one, just step right up to our railing and we'll get you a microphone. Or call us, 651-989-9226, or send a text. Folks like to do that method, too, 81807. Andy Lindis is back with me once again. I would imagine, in fact, I went to, uh, my son and I were out here a couple days ago. We went to the Lindis booth at the grandstand there. Was it packed? Was it a lot of people A lot around? of folks there. Yes, yeah, a lot been, of interest. We've been hearing that this week. Uh, a record number of people signed up for opportun- or for estimates this week. So really? uh, it uh, has been been a busy week at our office, but we're, we're really excited about it. And we're going to be at over 400 homes in the next two weeks te- checking out stuff. So, yeah, we have 450 uh, estimates uh, over the next two weeks from the fair that we'll be going to look at. A lot of them roofing, siding, windows, uh, a wide variety of projects. And a lot of people are, are being pretty smart, too, when, you, when you're looking at what they put down for information and what they signed up for. They're, they are taking our advice and, and looking now for spring work. Don't is, wait till next yeah. year if you, have, if you have an idea of what you want to do because uh, the costs aren't going to go down. Now, having said that, there's plenty of people, too, that are like, we need something now. We need this roof done before the winter hits, and uh, we're, we're able to work with those people now, too. Well, I know, and I want to ask you about some roofing because I know you guys are such uh, A1 roofers. Uh, all your crews are so such excellent workers. They're a certified elite for GAF, I know that. Yes, dollars. Master Elite, GAF. Uh, we're one of the only President Club uh, award winners here for, for GAF in the Twin Cities, one of uh, three contractors in the entire United States that uh, have gotten that, that award. That's a lot. So, now, besides that, though, what else can you see? And then we'll get uh, talking about roofing. But what else can you see at the, at the booth? Uh, our, our sun tunnel skylights. You want to see the Marvin Infinity window, of course, uh, leaf guard gutters, uh, LP smart side, you name it. Uh, you can see it. Lots of cool giveaways up there. It's just upper level of the grandstand. And if you haven't been in the grandstand this year, there's some other cool stuff up there. I know I have some uh, marching orders to get up there and get some some home decor things that I took pictures of last time I was here. So I'll, uh, I'll be spending uh, some money up there today myself. No, I think that's true. And if people wait till uh, it opens, like at around 9 o'clock in the morning, just to wait to the waves of people that go yeah. up that ramp. Um, let's talk again, back up a little bit about uh, roofing, because I know you guys worked in my house. It's hard to believe. It must be three or four years ago, I suppose, mm-hmm. by now. Uh, and those shingles look great. Yeah, they're going to. What do you guys do so differently that makes you know you such you know master elite installers? And I know you are. Well, you know, there's 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 lots of master elites in the Twin Cities, but not all of them use the the same installation techniques. I we get the opportunity to meet with uh, the, the the folks at GAF on a regular basis, and they send their people out to our job sites twice this year to videotape on how to install the proper roof so we can teach other roofers throughout the country the exact way to do it. Now, GAF has all of this awesome material, and I don't know why more roofers don't take advantage of looking at it, but 
their their very best way of of installing a product isn't something that most roofers do. And I, I'm hearing this from a lot of people that 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 work in the roofing industry. So how they do the ice and water shield, the type of materials that they use, and and we don't use any of the lower end shingles. All of our shingles are going to be about thirty percent thicker than an ordinary shingle. Having said that, a lot of it has to do with what we're going to be doing with insulation, ventilation, and some of the redecking. Twice this week, we've we've had where we couldn't get into the attic and inspect beforehand, which was something that we want to do as, as often as we can so we can see the type of decking that's underneath there. If you have decking that that has a wider than a quarter inch gap like if you have we're the old talking about roofing decking. roof roof decking yeah so this is the the boards that the asphalt shingles or metal roofing whatever type of roofing you have get attached to a lot of these older homes especially these story and a half homes that, that we work with a lot here in the twin cities have different types of planking where it can be one by four one by six one by eight um it can be a, a, a varying width there can be different types of materials and it seems like they would would sometimes make the gaps way too wide. So imagine this. You're, you're nailing a roof, and say 30% of the nails don't go into any wood. They go into the space between the planks. Oh. Well, that's not going to fare very well on the 130-mile-an-hour wind warranty that we're putting on the roof. So a lot of times we have to redeck those those roofs. It's not as big of a deal as you would think it is because we're able to go right over the top of the planking. And now this is something that truly will last the 50 years that the warranty was designed for. What is that uh, space? I know you've talked in the past that if, if you put, like you did in my house, was uh, a ridge vent, whether mm-hmm. it was not, uh, was not one. But where there were maybe other box-type vents, you had some people don't put something strong enough. I mean, you've had your foot. Yeah, I've, I've gone through a roof walking <laughs> through there where, where uh, it was, you know, of course, after one of the storms that came through. And yeah. I'm inspecting a roof that was installed within the last two years that's leaking. And I know better. I should, I should, I should get in the attic and, and looked first. But, uh, yeah, no, I went right through, stepped right through shingles into where an old old box vent was where somebody was too lazy to put an easy plug in and and Is it could have call it yeah easy plug? there's an easy plug that goes into that and then there's there's ice and water that goes over the top of that there's a lot of techniques that go there and it was we found a lot more wrong than just that with that roof and it was an entire redo but it uh it could have went uh could have gotten ugly real quick that would it was a very dangerous situation i guess i'll tell you what let's do this i know it's time for a, a quick break i want to invite our listeners here at the fair on the phone and uh, texters if you have any kind of a home improvement question, 651-989-9226, or you can send a text to Andy at 81807. And welcome back to the Minnesota State Fair. We're broadcasting our uh, home improvement show. Thanks to Andy Lindus from Lindus Construction. I haven't spelled it yet, have I? L-I-N-D-U-S. Unless you've hired a Linda. Have you hired a Linda yet? Not, Not yet. yet. Okay. Right. One applies, though. She's got the job. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> All right, if you uh, have any kind of a home improvement question, either by phone, by text, or here at the fair, by all means, call us, text us, or step up to the deck here, 651-989-9226. Text is 81807. And I tell you what, I think Kurt in New Richmond has been waiting there, Andy, to ask you a question. Go ahead, uh, Kurt. Thanks for calling and waiting. Kurt, is this a home improvement question, or do you want to talk high school football? Because Baldwin-Woodville... Had in Richmond's number last night. It was a lot of fun to watch. I don't oh. know if you saw that or not. I did not. So yep. 37 yard field goal with a minute left to go to win the game. Go Hawks, huh? <laughs> <laughs> go Hawks. 
Um, my question is about uh, my air conditioning. I, I've got some water leaking out underneath my underneath the heating unit in my utility room, and it's only run. The water only shows up when the air conditioning is running. It's a um, uh, exterior air conditioning unit. Um, is that? And I think it's a recent problem. Do we know what's causing that? Yeah, there's just more than likely an air leak somewhere that so you got warm air coming into contact with cold air where the air conditioner is pushing the cold air into the house. So you got some kind of condensation happening somewhere, especially if it's something that hasn't happened before. Now, this is seems like this year has been a little bit more humid than than most and, and sure this is just like it. this is just a feeling i have there's no science that goes into what i just said there whatsoever but it, it, i know that it seems like my air conditioner has ran more this year than than in, than in years past so it could be very well be that or you might have a new air leak that you want to look into so the warm air is coming inside the house somewhere and 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 getting to something cold causing causing condensation and and it, it can be a lot of water and just for in, the right here at at the state fair the, our building here, the WCCO building, there's an air conditioning unit on the back of the roof. You walk behind the building, and you, you almost want to put a gutter up back there because the amount of water that's coming off the roof because of the condensation that that air conditioning unit is creating. It's a, uh, I mean, it's 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 wet back there. It, it it this these type of days that that's pretty normal for for that to happen. But you should be able to combat it from coming inside your home. Yeah, it's a humid day today, so there's. That's a possibility. Of course, without seeing it, it's hard to judge. You know, it is. But I, in uh, automobiles, for example, uh, that can happen. Yeah. With a cl- clogged drain tube, uh-huh. it can come in into the yeah. to the car. It could be. But I don't know if it's a similar I'm, problem there. I'm sure an HVAC guy will That's be on the idea. horn here send pretty quick. Somebody uh, send, get some get a professional at your house to check that out. I just say I, I the day is perfect for me. We just had a guy from New Richmond say "Go Hawks" on the radio. That's as as good as <laughs> it like gets that. for me. That's as, it's perfect. <laughs> a texter wants to know, Andy, what's the best way to remove moss from an asphalt roof? Moss. You see moss from time to time. I know you see algae from time to time. Correct. And this is one of the big reasons why next week I'm flying out to Persephone, New Jersey, to meet with GAF and go over their new Ultra product that has these capsules built into the shingles that increases the warranty. It doubles the algae warranty on the shingles, which we're really excited about it, especially in this market. And I was talking to them yesterday. In our market, we seem to have a lot of, of old growth and a lot of oak trees. And the oak trees seem seem to be one of the biggest culprits of that green algae that grows up on the roofs. I don't know if it's something that those trees give off, the amount of shade that those trees give off, or a combination of, of both, but there are chemicals, and for the life of me, I can't remember the name of the chemical, but any box store you go to, and if you were just to Google uh, spray to remove algae off of, off of your roof, I'm sure you can order it online and get it. In fact, there's a lot of times we go out to people's houses, and and they go, the roof is eight years old, and they have black streaks everywhere, and they're like, I'm losing all of my shingles everywhere. But it's algae. Right? It's algae. It's yeah. it's an algae buildup on it, and and it can be combated a couple of different ways. Once you clean the roof, if this has been an issue for you, you get a zinc strip and install that at the very ridge of the roof. Once you install that, now take a look at, at your roof. If you have any galvanized 
uh, steel that's coming out of the roof. All that is is a zinc coating on the steel, and it oxidizes in such a way it doesn't allow any of the algae to grow underneath it. That's always the cleanest part of the roof. So if we notice that people have this problem, even though they're, that they're used, there's some copper that goes into the shingles that is supposed to combat it, but it only works for a few years. Putting that zinc strip at the top of the ridge is going to work forever and make sure that that roof stays clear. Now, these new capsules that GAF is putting mm. in their shingles, we're really excited about it because sometimes that, that zinc strip can be a bit of an eyesore and it's not as aesthetically okay. pleasing as we would like. I wonder how long those uh, shingles with that element uh, last, though. You said it doubles it. It doubles it. So, yeah, long. it goes up to a 25-year LG warranty, which is, wow. which is pretty awesome. It's unheard of in the industry. Yeah. I guess. 651-989-9226 is our phone number if you want to call in and text it. And a lot of folks are texting, Andy. Uh, deck is 10 years old. Wood is cracking and graying. What do I do? Paint it or what? I say what? <laughs> I've learned. Yes. Don't paint it. Don't paint it. Uh, sand it and stain it. Correct. Right? Use a good oil-based stain and... You're going to be a happy person. After sanding it, I would probably use a brightener conditioner. Sometimes, if you're not careful, the heat of that sander can close the pores of the wood uh, a little bit, just like a mill glaze would when you're going through, uh, when it goes through the mill. So that was going to open it up and actually take that stain a little bit more. Although, Andy, this uh, doesn't say anything uh, previous, but it, it says it's 10 years old and the wood's cracking and graying. Maybe they never uh, sealed it to begin with. That could very well be. You know, in which case, would a, would a brightener conditioner and then staining help? Or sanding is still, especially something that's 10 years old. Yeah, I mean, even a, even a light sand. And, and Well, you know what it looks like when, when you're done. You can. Yeah. I honestly think that you're... It can look better than the day it was installed because some of the wood's got a little bit more character to it, and, and it, it can turn out awesome. A sanding, sanding job on an actual cedar deck is, uh, is something that, at least for the first month after it's done, it yes. looks great. And yes. then, then it starts to weather again, and you're back to square one, and probably calling me to put on a Zuri or an Azac material. That'll be next time. Next time. Me, for sure. Yes. 651-989-9226. We're getting some replies. Remember I was mentioning about a... A uh, plug line, a plug drain hose. Yep. Some other uh, uh, listeners are sending in. That could be the problem as well. Um, a big uh, plug condensation drain plug. Uh, you got to clear that out. That's a possibility. Yep, that, I, I would try everything. All right, let's see. Uh, I tell you what, let's do. Uh, we're up against the clock for a break. We have another half hour of the show to go. If you have any kind of a home improvement question, bring it up here to the deck. We're live at the fair. You can call it in at 651-989-9226, or send a text if that is easier, and we have a few of those to catch up on, too. That number is 81807. Well, I'll talk to you in a second here. All right, we're back. <laughs> Live radio here at the Minnesota State Fair. It's time for our uh, home improvement show. Welcome to it, either here at the fair or uh, on the phone. You can ask Andy Lindis your question or uh, text us. And that number, because it's popular, 81807. Somebody said slow down when you give the text number, 81807. Uh, here's one. Let's see. I'm not sure what uh, if there's a question in here. I have to jack up the porch that's connected to it, which does not have a basement under it. It's open. What do you suppose that texter wants to know? They want to... Because we've talked about, you know, mud jacking. We talk about foam, foam uh, jacking. And I guess it really works. It sounds like a porch is maybe falling off. Yeah. Or is it the patio that they're talking about jacking up? 
I'm not sure. The texter send us a, 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 a revision. <laughs> Get an editor. <laughs> maybe, maybe we can figure out what you want. Huh? Um, let's see. Um, maybe this is part of it. Here, here, here may be the answer. Having a problem with my deck. It seems like it has settled down some, so my patio door does not uh, swing open wide enough. Can I just jack up the deck, or do I have to jack up the porch? That's the question. It had, it had separated itself here. Uh, what do you think? So their, their, their deck seems to have settled. And is it connected to the porch? If, if, if all things are connected, you're going to be dealing with your footings and... and yeah, and, and, and the porch is connected. The deck is connected that, uh, that, to the porch. That would be that would be my guess. Everything's kind of settled there. It might be a problem with their footings and how they're installed. It could be a soil issue. Um, it's a tough deal. Uh, we we run into it on a on, not on a regular basis, but we we see it every now and then where where doors and things aren't able to open when when stuff shifts and it takes some. Uh, somebody that knows what they're doing to really get into it and and go after this isn't probably. A normal do-it-yourself project. Now, if you're used to dealing with foundations and footings and things like that, and this is this is your this is your deal, I would say, yeah, uh, attack it. But might want to get a professional involved at this point. Well, we've talked to our friend Jesse Treble about uh, mm-hmm. issues like that, right? Yeah, you have too about walls that are bowed and things that settle and. And this is why I'm almost. Almost always, when people are like, "I just want to reuse my framing on my deck," and you guys just rephrase it, and I'm like. It's ten percent of the cost of the deck. Yeah, that's the cheapest part. Isn't it's it? the cheapest part. Let's uh, let's let's start fresh and make sure that we don't have any of these issues because I trust whatever footings we put in way more than something that was installed by some somebody else. Yeah, and it could be twenty years ago. Uh, we get this, as you know, Andy. You don't have to worry about it because you have the Zuri uh, product at uh, your house. But the texter wants to know what brand of stain for the deck. Do we recommend? I, I, we don't sell that. I mean, we're not endorsing it. Mm-hmm. But the one I've used, well, you've used it yep. too, is Penofin, P-E-N-O-F-I-N. Yep. Penofin. It's a good product, but uh, you've got to read the directions, follow them to a T. Correct. And uh, because you do put it on relatively heavily. Yes. But then you have to wipe it off. Don't leave it on heavily. Don't leave it on. Yeah. W- wipe it off. And what, what do you do with those rags? I've learned this. Not the hard way, fortunately, but you uh, take those uh, stain-soaked rags and you put them in a bucket of water. Otherwise, they have the, what they call spontaneous combustion. <laughs> you don't want that. But no. it's, it's a great product, and I, again, we're not endorsing it, but it's the stuff I've used. And I want to tell you, I, we had great uh, success with it in that 20-year-old deck of ours that we sanded as I've said before, to an in, within an inch of its life. <laughs> but we got all that. It looks brand new. I'll have to show you a picture that, that I have on my phone. You've seen this before. Yeah. Uh, but it really took the stain. Because I did use a brightener conditioner, too. Okay? Mm-hmm. After the sanding. I assume that was good, right? Correct. Yeah. And uh, let it dry and then put it. But it's Penofin. P-E-N-O-F-I-N. Not every... Hardware store has it. Not every paint store has it. You, you're going to have to look around. Yep. Uh, for it, I happen to find it at a uh, Ace Hardware there at, uh, in Chanhassen. So there you go, Penofin. And yours is a south-facing deck, correct? Yes. So it gets a lot yes. of. Uh, it gets more sun now because of the tree removal over the years. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, yeah. But you're right; it looks good, at least <laughs> for the season. Right? It looks really good. A lot of work, but uh, where can I text her? By the way, again, the text number is eight one eight zero seven. 
Texter wants to know, where can I get someone to replace small deck boards? Handyman? Yeah, I'd look at handyman services, um, especially this time of year. I would uh, That'd be something that's what you're going to be looking for. You're looking for somebody that's going to come in and do a couple hours worth of work. It's it's going to be tough to find a contractor to come out and do that, yeah, for that especially in September. For that kind of a job, too. Yep. But it's not it's not a difficult job to do. I mean, if you have a, if it's pretty straightforward, like a cedar decking. Yeah. You know, if you can get the nails or screws out. And, and the unfortunate part is, or it's not the un, unfortunate part, you just have to know going in that those deck boards aren't, you're going to notice the new ones. Unless oh, that's you're true. just that's putting true. in the new ones and then going through the sanding process and the sanding process, it won't be as noticeable. But even then, it's I uh, uh, I'd probably be able to pick out the the new boards. A little lighter shade. A little lighter shade. Yeah. yeah. All right. Our phone number is six five one nine eight nine nine two two six, or uh, send a text eight one eight zero seven. You know, we started out the show, Andy, talking about uh, your roofing crews and and what. Uh, but we, did we get into nuts and bolts of what? Lindis does differently than maybe other people that may come knocking at your door. A lot of it has to do with the type of underlayments that we're going to do. A couple things. Uh, one, we're going to be using a thicker shingle than almost every other contractor in the Twin Cities uses just because I am a strong believer in that, especially now with the LG warranty that that ultra shingle that is our baseline shingle has. Now, a lot of it is the ice and water shield and where it's going to be put on. Just a give you the, the quickest way possible so along the eaves we're going to go six feet past the interior wall any valley areas we're going to go nine feet so then we're going to take our tiger paw or deck armor underlayment and go over the entire roof so over where we put the ice and water at the eaves and over where we put the ice and water in the valley areas we're going to go over the entire roof and then we're going to put our roof edge on all the way around that that there can be roof edge after we've installed the roof edge, we're going to take a one-foot strip of ice and water shield and run it up the entire rake. The rake is the peak area of the house. Now, this is important, especially for west-facing peaks, because that's where the majority of the weather comes, and that's where you get a lot of your um, wind-driven rain. If you saw uh, last year, I did a video on a roof. This is a roof that was replaced in the last 10 Years Either the previous roofer saw a little bit of rot and didn't replace it, or because, and, and I really do think that it was this, the, the, this is what happened. The roof edge went on. The underlayment was put on over the top of the roof edge and then the shingles. So all that wind-driven rain was trapped there. I was actually able to take the piece of, of, of underlayment or the piece of OSB after we pulled it up, and I could stick my hand through it. Now, if I can very easily stick my hand through it, what do you think walking on that type of roof is going to do? And do you think your shingles will ever attach to it? So that little piece, you're talking peanuts. You're talking very little amount of money and very little amount of effort to actually get that installed to have that extra step. And we're one of the only roofers in the entire Twin Cities that does that. It's, it's, it, it just it boggles my mind. And, and when I talk to other roofing crews and say, you have to do it this way, they always say the same thing to me. Well, every other roofer I've worked for hasn't had that. I'm like, well... There's a reason why we have a lot of work right now, and they don't. So it's this, we're going to do it this way, and this is the only way. Now, how long will you have crews work? I've asked you this probably every year as we change seasons. But how long do the crews, can they work into winter? You know, usually get into November 
Um, haven't done a lot of roofing in December. There's always some new construction, some things that we have to do throughout the winter where we have to hand seal every one of the shingles or people have a bad ice dam and call us. There's leaking coming to their house, and we, we have to do some things. But typically, if we can wait until we have at least 40-degree weather, then we will. So we can usually get to maybe Thanksgiving if we're lucky, but we'll see. All depends on what Mother Nature is going to do to us this year. Tell you what, let's uh, take a break here from the fair. We uh, invite our listeners to ask their home improvement questions either here at the fair, on the phone, 651-989-9226, or send us a text at 81807. And good morning. Welcome back to the Minnesota State Fair, our broadcast center here at CCO Radio. Sun has finally come out. We have 75 degrees officially here at the Minnesota State Fair. We're in the midst of our home improvement show uh, Denny and Andy here out on our uh, deck, and we've got a bunch of text messages, Andy. We should probably try to field huh, before right. you uh, take your leave. Here's one for you guys at Lindis. Uh, for a 1910s-era two-story farmhouse. Cool. Right Fun. Up, right up your alley. What would be the best way to do whole house air conditioning? Currently use two window units, one up, one down. We have forced air heat. The roof has been uh, redone with venting. The attic is not insulated. Eventually, we will re-insulate and replace the windows. Any suggestions? Well, if you have forced air heat, you should be able to put a, yeah. a, a central, you know, I don't AC know why unit you in. Unless that forced air heat does not get to the upstairs. Probably. And what I think is one of the the better things to do, there's mini splits you can do upstairs, or you can just work with the, the window units, and the, those those freestanding window units uh, are, are, are pretty nice where you're just putting the hose outside. Um, it, 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 it's tough. I, I've gone back and forth. I have this exact scenario at my house. I have forced air heat everywhere but in my upstairs uh, of mm. my house because there was never any ductwork ran There's out no there. Ductwork, now, yeah. you can get that that smaller, high-efficiency ductwork ran through up the walls pretty pretty efficiently, and I've had some customers do that. I think it's the, the 3-inch stuff that you can get to force the air or force the air conditioning upstairs. Um, and I've had some customers have pretty good luck with that. I've had some customers that have pretty good luck with those mini splits as well. Um, but from a cost standpoint and what you can do, I'd, I'd put an AC unit. In that that if you have forced air upstairs, that's an easy question. But even if you don't, I'm still probably going to put a central air unit in, and then work on what I have to do in the bedrooms upstairs, where it typically is. And and then before I do any of that, I'd insulate and Get look at windows. Get, if yeah. you got window problems and insulation problems, take care of that first, yeah. and and you're going to be be okay. And a lot of times these these farmhouses were designed to have cross air the the windows and stuff there's a lot of times that the the thought process and how the house was laid out people actually made it so you can get a good cross breeze in in those bedrooms in in the summertime so i know at my house again 1908 old two-story farmhouse with knee walls upstairs i rarely run my air conditioning unit it because just, you get the breeze i get, get i get i get good cross yeah. cross breeze up there and i have a lot of shade as well all right uh, so we hope that helped. Thanks for the uh, text. Here's another one about uh, uh, steel siding. What can be done with the corner steel pieces of steel siding that the paint is peeling off? Well, you can repaint them. 
or you can remove them and put on new corners um, pretty efficiently. You actually. guys do that often? Have yeah. You done? yeah. Those corners seem to get beat up, and that's one of the drawbacks with steel siding. We had that question uh, earlier. Uh, a customer, or hopefully a soon-to-be customer, will stop by asking me the differences between LP and, and steel siding. And I love LP smart side. I, I'm, a, I'm a big believer in it. Well, like I told them, I don't have any LP smart side jobs out there that are 30 years old. I do have seamless steel jobs out there that are that old. And worst case scenario, down the road, you might have some dents to deal with or you might have to do a repainting. You're never going to have to worry about that stuff rotting. Now, these corners sometimes can take a beating with lawnmowers or things that are going around their house and they get a little banged up. They can be removed, and there's there's a couple different variety of corners you can put on on your house, and it might be time you're trying to change colors. I don't People are putting on different color corners now than the rest of the house and trying to give accents to the house. There's there's some things you can do, and you can maybe uh, have a chance to jazz it up a little bit. All right. Interesting. Thanks for the text. Uh, let's see. Here's another one. We have a uh, fruit cellar, uh, unused as such. Would like to use it as a storage area. However, it's very damp. At the current time, we run a dehumidifier and a fan running all the time. How can we seal the moisture out and utilize the area as a storage space? Bare concrete walls and ceiling at the present time well where's the moisture coming from is it just from a damp basement a condensation issue and what type of dehumidifier are you running my experience is uh, one of those commercial dehumidification systems like the the santa fe and if you just you can look online and get it they're they're not cheap i want to say they're in that fifteen hundred dollar range but we've done dealt with a lot of crawl spaces and a lot of damp areas with that dehumidification system. And if you're worried about water that's coming in, there's that dry lock stuff you can put on walls. But I've never seen that stop moisture. I just you see find it. Out where it's coming. I see it move the moisture, and eventually that stuff comes off the walls, and now you got cracking paint and moisture in your basement. So. If you're really worried about it, go to a guy like Jesse Treble, safebasements.com. You can look at a drain tile type system, uh, put in a sump basket, and, 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 and it really will tackle all of the moisture. I have drain tile, sump pump basket, and I still run my dehumidifier. It runs almost 12 months of the year in my basement, and I have one of the, you know, it's a wood basement, so it's a dry basement. Yeah. yeah it's, uh, it's pretty awesome. All right, there's a question about your roofing crews, Texter says, because I heard us talking about mm-hmm. the What type of underlayment do you guys use, and what is your baseline shingle? It comes from Iowa, as a matter of fact. <laughs> the, uh, like, like we were explaining before, our baseline is going to be the ultra shingle, which is about 30% thicker than ordinary shingles, and we use a combination of ice and water shield, tiger paw, and an underlayment called deck armor and the ice and water shield that we use is called storm guard okay which is a, a thicker and a safer product installed than a lot of the ice and water shields that you know you see that black ice and water shield that's typically yeah. what what a lot of people are going to be putting on their roof it has granules built into it and i honestly have no idea why they designed it that way i don't know if it was from friction or, or what but when you install that and like when i explain how much ice and water shield i'm putting on a roof yeah. that's ice and water almost the entire roof it makes it very very dangerous to do anything on that roof afterwards especially when you go if anything over a 412 pitch it and and really last year when i got when i was installing a lot of roofs i i worked on a roofing crew for 
uh, a lot of days straight last year dealing with that storm. And when I start slipping and sliding up there, I start asking questions. I'm like, why didn't anybody tell me about this earlier? This is dangerous stuff, and we made a change right there. It costs a little bit more. It's thicker, but uh, I I think it's going to do not only a better job on being safe to install, the thicker ice and water shield, that storm guard, anytime a nail goes through it, I think it has a better chance of being self-adhering. So ah. from, a, from a longevity standpoint, I also think it's a better product. Good deal. All right. I know we have a bunch of texts uh, yet to go, Andy. We've got a couple of minutes to go before. Um, but here's one. My granddaughter just moved into her house. They need gutters as there are none on there now. Is it too late to get it done before winter yet? Absolutely. No problem with the Yeah, we can get it done before winter. No problem. So... Just, right. uh, just give us a call soon. The uh, by the looks of the amount of people here at the fair today, it's uh, our estimates are. are it's going to be another record. <laughs> it will be another, be another record. record. There's no yeah. doubt about that. There's a, before you leave, I want to. I want you to uh, uh, get a little. Uh, take your phone out because somebody wants you to call about windows. Oh, nice! All right, they I like uh, it. they stop by uh, your uh, booth. Yeah, and uh, yeah, there was a couple of nice comments here. I'd like to get here before you leave too. About their communication, uh, they went to the uh, booth at la- the fair last Sunday to talk about uh, various things. Windows. I received a call from their customer service Monday morning, and they they needed something tweaked, and has already been completed. Said a happy Saturday from a happy customer. So that's nice. that's an unsolicited uh, uh, another happy Linda's. Yeah, and, and, and I know you're being nice, but we're not perfect. We try to be, and every now and then we get some service. And I'm guessing what this is, this is a person that stopped by the booth said there was something going goofy yep. with one of her systems, and we got on it and fixed it. It, it happens. Uh, it doesn't happen a lot for us, but when we make a mistake, we try to get to it as quick as we can. All right, let's see here. Do uh, leaf guard gutters, this is a question about leaf guard gutters. What, uh, what do they do in the heavy rain? Does the water go in? Well, yeah, it does it. It, it, it can. Wasn't it something like 30 inches of rain an hour yeah, or something like good that? good housekeeping tested it to handle up to 30 inches of rain an hour. And the ones we have here on the booth, uh, was it last Friday or Thursday? What day yeah. did we have the crazy rains? It was you could, people could just watch, sit here and watch them how they work. It, yeah. uh, they do work awesome, and, and no matter the rain, and just like an ordinary gutter system, some valley areas can be difficult to handle, but there's things you can do to handle that as well. How do we get in touch with Lindus? 1-800-LEAFGUARD, lindusconstruction.com, free labor, leaf guard gutters, season guard windows, Marvin Infinity windows, and, of course, GAF Asphalt Roofing.